Hello, and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the post-nuclear podcast. I am your host, Vince. And I'm your wet hair host, Olive. Welcome to episode 1 fuck 12, or 11 plus 1. 1 11 plus 1. What'd I say? Just 11 plus Sorry, 1. Sorry, fucking... one of those. Yeah, 1 11 plus 1. Um... How are you? We haven't done this in a while. The past three we weeks we've been busy. Yeah, we've been super busy. I had work orientation. I had been clocking crazy hours. We, as you guys can probably notice, um, had some some burners go up, some movie reviews that were really fun. But I last episode, even good. though it was like a regular episode, we actually recorded like three weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. I use this time as <laughs> I use this time as like a little vacation. Um, and that was probably the worst thing for me. Because now you're out of, like, the groove. Yeah, and I would just sit there. Like, I bought Destroy All Humans, and it's really fun. And there's parts of it that bother me because it still feels like it's from 2005, um, mm. which is fine. It's a, it's a fun game. I really like the second yeah. one. I hope they remake the second one and then the third one because I never played the third one. Um, but, like, the one night I was just, I just sat in front of my TV for, like, four or five hours playing Destroy All Humans. I, like, beat, almost beat it. I almost did, like, every level in, like, a five-hour stretch. And I was just like, wow, there's so much shit I could be doing. And I'm just not <laughs> doing it. I mean, don't guilt yourself in uh, taking time to relax. No, I know. I mean, but... I, I did the same thing in between work and, like, now I'm into the swing of things with school. I got into Final Fantasy fourteen and I'm sorry. Oof, I'm sorry it's, to hear that. It's so fun. Really? It's so fun. It's yeah. Tell me about it's, it. It's be, it's better. Wow, basically. Um, mm, really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I I'm playing a cat girl because of course. Um, and I'm playing a a summoner, so I like spawn like cool like uh, familiars and like demons and shit to fight yeah, yeah. for me. Um, but the best part about this game is that you can change your class on the fly whenever mm-hmm. you want. So, like, you can just choose, uh, by equipping a different weapon, it changes your class instantly. So you level really? each class different, like, at a different time. So, like, I'm a level, um, like, 50 or 60 summoner, but I'm a level 70 archer, and I'm a level 40 botanist. Really? Mm-hmm. So you're just like a dude with a bow or a girl with a bow who's just like flowers. <laughs> yeah, well, like the armors for the different classes, mm-hmm. like you can only wear them while you're being that class. Okay. So like my summoner gear looks a lot different from my archer gear, which looks a lot different from my botanist gear for because that's like my gathering class. Mm-hmm. Because both summoner and uh, and archer are dps Mm -hmm. um and botanist is a like a crafting class so like it it does like no combat at all huh it's really fun and also my summoner has like a double class where i can choose to be a healing type or a dps type Mm -hmm. so dps queues are always so long to get into dungeons but i could just choose to be a healing type one and like just instantly get into a dungeon and like wreak the benefits of that. Good shit. Yeah, it's super. I'm having a blast with it. I'm playing with my partner and uh, my friend here. Um, we've been playing together, and it's been really fun. It's been something that's been really relaxing for me. 
Good shit. I, I I was playing Fall Guys a little bit. You play Fall Guys yet? No, but I watched some streams of it. It looks like a blast. It's it's really fun if you have friends. Mm-hmm. Like Kyle and I have been playing, and I just yell. And I'm like, Kyle, oh, goddammit. <laughs> um, but there's a few maps that like they aren't fun. Especially if you're yellow team, it's just like... Alrighty. Uh, they just don't... They're just... Like, yellow team is like, like no weird, chance like, of winning. hex on it. What's up? Like, there's just no chance of winning. Yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like this... And, like, there's one fruit game that I don't think I've ever won once, and I've played it probably 25 times. And uh, then there's, like, an obstacle course that's just a pain in the ass. I, I just... I'm not good at video games in general. Um, uh, neither am I. But... Yeah, man. Um, also, I'd like to announce something coming Ooh. in the future. Um, as of this recording, Olive said she will have some of the artwork done, but we I'm starting another show here on the channel, uh, which is another reason that you should be following us on YouTube. Uh, let me grab a figure for my, my... This is a really small one. I think mm-hmm. this is Final Wars. Uh, this is my boy, my boy Goji. My little Japanese friend from fucking 54. Uh, I'm starting a, another show on here on the channel called uh, Lizard Brains with Marcus, who we'll talk about a little bit towards the end of the show, or soon. Um, mm. I forget our format. It's been a while. But it's a Godzilla rewatching podcast, so the, the gist of it is uh, we're going to host a movie night in the Discord, which there's a link to the description below, where I think it's six people? can watch with us and we're going to stream i'll find a way to do it we're going to stream in the discord a godzilla movie and then there will be a discussion uh, a podcast about it about um I-, I believe if i'm correct marcus has never seen any of the godzilla films and i have seen most if not all of them so we're going to sit down i'm going to watch it he's going to watch it we'll all watch it as a party and then there will be an episode that will come out um and we'll talk about the movie, we'll talk about the impact, we'll talk about where it is, how silly it is, how serious it is, and uh, then we will kind of go from there. If everything works out properly, and Olive sends me the artwork, which she should, because she told me she would, uh, the artwork, as soon as possible, you'll probably see it on screen, and you'll also hear the theme song for it, which is actually made by Vigil uh, Gage in our Discord. Another reason, join Discord, he's another Patreon supporter, but... uh, I'm excited for this. I've been trying to do this for like a month now, um, and I'm just waiting on the artwork from her. And then once we have it, we're good to go. Um, I am excited because I'm not really a Godzilla fan, so it's like going to be like one of my first intros to the series. Really? You've yeah, never seen I, one? I've never seen a Godzilla movie. Really? Mm-hmm. The the if the one thing I would say is if you're going to watch the first one, watch the first one subbed. Don't watch the American, like, watch the American version later on just for the idea, just to understand it. Uh, yeah. But you don't have to watch any other any other movie in Japanese. Because maybe the first, like, three. Like, Gojira, King of the Monsters, then Godzilla Raids again, maybe, and then Godzilla vs. King Kong. And then once you get to Mothra, which is number four, you can watch them all in English. Half the fun is watching them in English. Mm. It, like, by time you get to fucking Megalon and Jet Jaguar shows up and Godzilla's doing the fucking quarter mile drop kick, like <laughs> I, I have seen that. That's crazy. That's my fucking one of my favorite. <laughs> I have I have like a little shelf here. Like here's this is the figure I bought with you. You can't see it because we're we're thing. Yeah, but, but this I remember is, it. Um, 
This is my boy. I love him very much. This is the Godzilla from uh, fifty from sixty four. Uh, this is the one that's uh, Godzilla versus or Mothra versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus the Thing. There's a whole fucking history of just trying to Americanize it and nobody understanding it. I love this giant lizard, and I can't wait to talk about him and watch all these movies again. Um, so, lizard brains. I, I'm very I'm very excited to to see how how it goes. It's going to be biweekly. Um, bi-weekly okay. so it's going to be two episodes a month so you'll get four episodes of Atomic Radio Hour in a month if you know four weeks to a month two episodes of Lizard Brains um, an Atomic Tabletop whenever the fuck we crank them out and uh, a Kyle and Vince likes things together if Kyle and I both happen to like things at the same time well I sure hope you like things at the same time me too but you know what I really like what do you really like uh, I really like our Patreon Ooh, that was slick. And today's episode, much like all episodes of Atomic Radio Hour, is brought to you by our Patreon. We have some people to thank before we get into the lore of this episode. We do. So I'm going to go right down the list of our trusty patrons. The first of which is Noah. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, Noah. You've been here a while and we really appreciate your support. Next up is Vigil, a.k.a. Gage twice thank you once for the patreon and another time for the discord server again by gauge giving towards the discord we have the opportunity to stream these godzilla movies to make this other show so thank you yeah like that is such an integral part of uh of this arrangement so like thank you so much for giving us this opportunity just join the discord in general just join guys it's fun so who's next it's fun next up on our list is Jordan with a Y. Jordan with a Y. Thank you, Jordan with a Y. Thank you, Jordan. I haven't seen you in a while, but I've been kind of on a little hiatus, but I'll, I'll pop in for a game night now. Yes. Next up is Danny. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny. And last, but certainly not least, is Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you for all your support, guys. Um, you really, really helped the show. Uh, not only financially to, so we can keep making these episodes and we can keep the the, the um, podcasting service uh, afloat, a blessed, keep, keep the bills paid. Yeah, um, but also just like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it feels good to know that people are it watching and enjoying it. It feels good to be supported, it. yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, we have to get into this lore because it's almost fucking t- it's, it's 11 minutes in of recording. Um, here's a problem with episode 111 plus 1. We're going to be talking about Vault 111 plus 1. So I'm, I have a feeling that I'm going to be saying the cursed number quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And Does I, that mean are you going to have to like censor it? or It'll be like, censored or, or something. But I'm thinking we can get away with saying that number if we just say fuck 12. So I'm thinking if we okay. just say 11 or I'm sorry, 1 fuck 12. Okay. You know what I mean? I'll I'll try my best. My brain might be too small to handle that, though. I mean, if, if you say it, it's whatever. At least just 11 plus 1, whatever. So, Vault... We'll figure it out. I can't wait to see the lore go up on YouTube, and it's like, <laughs> lore, Vault... I think we have to put, like, the actual number. Yeah. Just because someone's gonna, like, oh, I wonder what the lore on this vault is, and be like, uh, what the fuck? It's never gonna come up in a search query. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one of the last vaults to be constructed, it was started in November of 2068, and was finished in June 20th of, 70, of 2074. It was intended to only have 85 occupants, 
and they were to be suspended in virtual reality for the duration of the vault's life or the duration of the uh, experiment itself. The vault was built to house all of the needs of Dr. Slanislaus Braun, and he is actually the creator of the Gek, which I don't think I knew that before I read this. I didn't know that. Yeah. He made various utopian simulations uh, that were accessed by a cryogenic system. He made... Uh, he, he, thus, this this experiment was Tranquility Lane uh, that you walk in upon as it's going on. The Visiontron or the Tranquility Lounger is the device that you sit inside of to enter the simulation, which uh, I talk about it a little bit later, but there's only a few other places that actually use this, and I believe these are the same loungers that are in Fallout 4. The wiki in doesn't the say it. Yeah, the wiki doesn't say it, but I'm pretty sure they're the same thing. That's something I've always wondered. What's that? That if they were the same thing. I think they are. Um, I'll talk about it a little bit later. There's a there's another game where they do pop up in, but I don't remember seeing them, so I don't remember seeing the context of how they're used. Or I maybe gotcha. I do. I don't know. Um, the system could have permitted some dwellers to live a perfect life virtually almost forever. Now, a little bit on Slanislaus Braun. He was born in, and I'm going to butcher this, Kronchak? K-R-O-N-A-C-H Bravia? B-A-V-A-R-I-A in Germany. He was a prominent scientist and led many astonishing experiments in a long varied career, but most were in advanced life preservation. So imagine going to, like, medical school. Or, I guess he went to medical school. Just to be like... To go to some kind of school like that, yeah. And just to, like, how do we prolong life? Like... Yeah, like, let's find the fountain of youth, guys. <laughs> Do you... Is it biology? Is it... Um, uh, what's, the, what's the study of humans? Um, uh, anthropology? Is it anthropology? Like, what, what is... Is it... Yeah, like, what do you study? Like, what is your field? Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even know where to start. Probably chemistry and biology. Really? I would think bio. I think bio would be where you'd go. And then you... you I think you'd have, like, a double major in bio and anthropology. And then... A minor in... Um, See, I'd say biochem, minor in anthro. I always forget that that's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like biochemistry is like a thing on its own. Um, Big field. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. They don't talk about it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Braun was like a pharmaceutical guy. Because what do you by like a pharmaceutical guy? Like, <laughs> he was like a Shkreli. You know Shkreli? Uh, yes. The d- farmer bro who wanted to, like, who bought yeah, the AIDS I can't pill. fucking stand that guy. Yeah, jacked it up 700% and then bought a Wu-Tang album for $2 million and then never released it. He has, like, unreleased Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, that dude sucks. I could see Braun being a little bit like that, honest, honestly. Um, <laughs> Braun's a pharma bro. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if he'd be like Shkreli, but I'm saying in that same field, if he would be making these pills, because if he's doing scientists, that's science that's to prolong life. Yeah. The U.S. Army contracted him to conduct tastes, tastes, tests in case of nuclear war and Voltec and Voltec societal preservation program uh, suggested that he was a point of contact for other vault overseers. So it suggested that other vault, other overseers could could contact him in some way and say, "How do we do this?" And which then made me think of like 
what if they're saying to them, like, how do we keep morale up? Like, this is a man who's just science, yeah. who's not, like, person to person, who has, I mean, they're I very, can't like, say like, no-nonsense. Yeah, so I imagine people that are very science, very no-nonsense, to not understand the the um, idiosyncratic ways that humans interact with each other. So imagine asking a robot, how do I tell this person, don't worry, we're, we live underground now, but we're safe. For over 200 years, he experimented on such simulations as Toucan Lagoon and Solomon Chalet. Uh, but he would often become bored... And then he... But he would often become bored with these experiments. Uh, going back to uh, Vault uh, 1... Fuck 12. The occupants didn't know that they were... <laughs> well, that once they were in the pods, Braun had ultimate control over them and the simulation. Uh, they could not leave on their own. When he was bored, he would kill one of them just for fun, and this would reset them and wipe their memories of everything that had happened previously. So, uh, Vault uh, 111 plus 1 is located in Smith Casey's garage. Inside the vault, there are 11 plus 1 tranquility la loungers around a large pillar with one test subject inside each one of the pods. For the entirety of the vault, it is maintained by a special caretaker robo-brain. Uh, multiple robo-brains. Um, when you enter the, the vault, they will tell you that you are 202.3 years behind schedule. <laughs> it, it tells you that the only way for you to get into the pods, I don't think I have this written down in the notes, um, is for you to actually get a one... 111 plus one jumpsuit and get in the pod, but you don't actually have to do that. Uh, you can just kind of get in with whatever you're wearing. Um, and the because these are caretaker robo brains, they will never be hostile towards you, but if you kill them, you do get bad karma. Huh, because like they're caring for digital people that were once regular. Sure. People. I huh. guess. It's like killing the babysitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it is powered by a shore power geothermal unit and has an extra shore power geothermal unit as a backup. Uh, and this made me think of something. When mm. the bombs drop, it's most likely that nuclear winter will occur, right? Right. So if there's solar power, how much solar power could be Ooh, yeah how can that be effective? how could it be stored up was did, did it go from 85 people to the the 11 10 people that are inside uh inside the simulation because they died off because of loss of power if if nothing like a nuclear winter depending on the, the bombs that are used in the series i remember watching a shoddy cast video saying that they're they're bigger or they're smaller than the, the nukes that are that were being used at that time. And they're, they're smaller than like the real life counterparts because I, and if I remember correctly, it was like, because you could drop more of them mm -hmm. or something like, so let's just say all these bombs drop and all this, this nuclear winter happens and there's all this, uh, fallout in the sky and whatnot. And how many years before that clears up? Because it's going to kill all the plant life, which is then going to kill all the animal life, which means nobody has food. But if the sun is blocked out, how long does the sun get blocked out for? Because I can, I can imagine that like one day where it's rainy and the sun gets blocked out isn't a big deal. But if it rains yeah. for three, four weeks at a time, which it doesn't, like if like it, Seattle, <laughs> yeah, but Seattle's green. True. You know what I mean? Like Seattle's like I don't think of they call it the Emerald City. 
So I don't think of Seattle as being dead plants and dead grass and no animals and whatnot. You know what I mean? So how mm-hmm. long does it take before shit starts to, to go awry? Was there was there can you store like solar energy? Like do they have batteries? Do the batteries deplete over time just for not being used? I, you I think you can store solar energy. I'm yeah, actually you can because my house is partly solar. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you tell me that when I was there? That's super interesting. I'm I didn't think to. There's solar panels, so our like electricity bill's pretty cheap. God damn, that's the smartest thing you could do if you own a house. Yeah, I mean, I rent, so... Yeah, no, but I know, but I'm saying, like, if you own a place, like, it's a lot of money to, to do it, but... But once you do it, you you make it all back. I just want to apologize quick, I don't know if it's if you can hear it for this lore segment and the rest of the episode, I don't know if you can hear there's, like, a dude weed whacking somewhere near me. Um, we don't normally record during the middle of the day. Uh, hmm. I didn't think this was going to happen. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it was one of those things that, like, all right, if they built a vault and the vault was done being built in, what I say, 72? I think so. Yeah. If the vault was done being built... Oh, I'm sorry, 74? You have three years before... I mean, not that they would know this, but you could just c- continuously stock up. So, I don't know, just an idea that I had about how solar power and powering the vaults in general would work. Um but the terminals inside of uh, 111 plus 1 are all linked with a Think Machine 3600R mainframe computer system. Um, take that with what you will. <laughs> I don't think that really means yeah. anything outside of I, it I, exists. That doesn't really mean much to me, yeah. but great. <laughs> Since uh, one, one fuck 12 is so hidden... And maintained by robots, it's technically in better condition than 101 because nobody, there's not like skin laying around and yeah, like there's not really bathrooms. There's probably a bathroom somewhere just because, but there's nobody that's like, no one's pissing on the floor daily. Yeah, Uh, and this is this is direct. This is a direct quote from the wiki. Um, I had to paraphrase it a little bit for context. This is if Braun sincerely intended to create a virtual haven for the residents to live eternally, the fact that his godlike position subsequently drove him insane made other residents' existence an eternal hell would mean that this experiment was a failure. So, I propose to you the question, my friend. Because the, the vault's goal was to be... It, 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 the vault's goal was was to be a way to live on forever through virtual reality, and technically, the people that are in there are the same people that have been in there for two hundred years. Did it did it did it fail, or is it a success? Uh, because I, it depends on who you ask. But but the, okay, hold on, real quick. I want to add one thing to this. Technically, if you do the Chinese invasion, the Chinese communist invasion failsafe that kills everybody in there and frees them from from the simulation, mm-hmm. Braun is still technically in there. Isn't he trapped in there like forever for by himself? Yeah. So technically, he is the last person in that vault. He is the last. Um, he's still surviving from the original eighty-five people that could have been in there. Did this vault fail? I don't know. I I personally would say that it's a failure. Okay. Because, like, ultimately, it was not a utopia for... A digital utopia for these residents. It was a bronze playhouse. Um, (laughs) Like Pee-wee's Playhouse. 
I would say that it's a fail. Okay. I would say it's a success just because it literally did what it was going to do. Um, it kept Braun in there forever. Yeah. It, it left, it let those people live forever. Mm-hmm. Um, just, 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 just some notes and fun facts for you. The same robo brains that are used in, uh, one 11 plus one are also used in vault 118 in far Harbor. Uh, 200, like I said before, when you get there, the robo-brains will say you're 202.3 years behind implies that the vaults were sealed in 2075, two years before the Great War even started. So Braun was having fun for years before anything even happened. Braun's playhouse opened early. Yeah. Uh, you can find Casey's Smith Casey's Garage super early in the game, which much like the older games, you can skip a large chunk of the main quest plots. Which probably is a nod to the original games, because I don't think you can do that in 4. Uh, yeah, the speedrun for 4 is not as streamlined as the one for 3. No, because you, you have to do the Kellogg thing right away. You have to have Dogmeat yeah. to get Kellogg. Because I think you have to go to Diamond City, get Dogmeat, get Dogmeat, go to Diamond City, find Kellogg's place, then go to where he is, kill him, then the Brotherhood shows up. And I think it was... I think it was White Collar who told me he made a mod hmm. for Fallout 4 and it almost bricked the game when he made the mod where the Brotherhood just shows up when you start. Because it's so ingrained in the main story. Yeah. So you couldn't even like even with New Vegas, I think you can you can go right to you can go right to the tops. Like you can oh, wake yeah. up, run to the tops and be like, "Give me the fucking chip." fucking mad and then like <laughs> that's more censoring uh, that I, have I know to do. and then like you, you could you could do all that shit like right away and then go right to caesar's legion kill him right there kill kaiser pretty much end the game like you can just do all yeah. that shit right away um but yeah, you can go right from 101 to smith casey's garage get right into tranquility lane then i think the end of the game kind of like you have to do it a little more lin- linearly, linearly, um, linearly, linear, linearly, yeah, linearly. Uh, but I just like that. I just like. I think the other that was cool. I think the speed run we talked about it on an early episode. A speed run for Fallout Three is like twenty nine minutes. It's like a couple minutes, yeah. Uh, Enough one- that it doesn't lose my attention on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the only vaults to still be inhabited by its original occupants. Vault 101, Vault 3, Before the Fiends, Vault 8, Vault 34, Vault 21, Vault 81, Vault 84, and Vault 118 all have their original people inside of it. So arguably, those are the ones that passed, that succeeded, except for 101, because it's never supposed to open, but it opens. Um, and also, the well, the, it's, it's the Fiends before... Or, I'm sorry, yeah. before the Fiends got there. So technically that one failed, but unless people joined that were Vault Dwellers for the Fiends. Uh, 11, vault 11 plus... Uh, 111 plus 1 does not show up on the Citadel's map or the Vault Tech... And Vault Tech's HQ does not list Vault 11, 111 plus 12. So there's no way for you to know about it unless you go out and find it. So... In an age where games come out and they're instantly data mined, so you know everything about it, one mm-hmm. eleven plus one, 
you did, you couldn't know unless like someone told you. Like if you went to school or if you had a buddy who you were like texting that was playing it and you were like, "Did you find this vault that's like in a garage somewhere?" Like you wouldn't know about it. Or if yeah, you had like, like the it strategy just wasn't value. listed. Yeah. Uh, only James and Braun are programmed with small head movements inside of the little pod thingies. Everyone else just kind of sits there. Because they're brain dead and body dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, what do you think the muscle atrophy would be? Your your bodies would just stop working. It, you would just you would just crumble. You'd become a, a house, a Mister House. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Nellis Air Force Base in Hidden Valley in New Vegas are some of the only places outside of three that have Visiontron machines. I don't remember why Nellis had them or if they're even in use. And I vaguely remember, and I'm probably only remembering this because of Broken Steel, but I kind of vaguely remember Hidden Valley having people training in the Visiontrons, but I doubt it. I don't remember that at all. I'm not quite sure. I don't remember. To be, I'm just completely. I'll be completely honest with you. I just don't remember. Um, <laughs> but that's all my notes for one. Bruh. Was there anything you would like to say? Honestly, one of the most iconic vaults in the series. Absolutely. One of my favorites, and I think it's like one of the reasons why I really like VR. Really? Yeah, because like just like having the idea of like living in a virtual world mm-hmm. is just like really really cool to me, especially if that virtual world is. Final Fantasy, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I like I, you know what I'm a sucker for things that are like that you put yourself in a virtual world like um just like shitty like fantasy that does that it's just something that really like tickles my fancy and I love one God damn and I especially love the character of Bron I like the idea of him. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I love. I I didn't talk about Tranquility Lane all that much because there should be. I I believe we did lore on Tranquility Lane um, early on in the show's career. Yeah. So really, is there even video? I don't think so. Um, if there is a lore video for it, because you have to go back and upload those. Uh, if there is a lore video for it, there will be a link in the. I don't know what side I'm ever on. I always forget, even though I edit these. Yeah. Somewhere up here, I think it's here, technically, there will be a link to that episode um, or that lore segment. I'm not sure. I will send you a text with Yeah. With I'm going to need, yeah, l- l- let me know about that. Uh, but uh, I remember the first time playing the game and getting there and going, oh, ho, ho. This is an entirely different thing Here's from what, I, what I expected. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all I have to say about this vault. If you'd like to add anything before I, I clip this. No, I think that that's it for me. Cool. Um, let me ask you a question. I'd love to answer a question. Do you think we live in a simulation? Uh, I mean, I want you to like, reason- like think about this and think about it pragmatically and think about it seriously and don't just so, give so, me a BS so, answer. So don't, so don't goof about it. What's up? So should I shouldn't goof? No, like, I want to, like, give me a genuine answer, and then we can make jokes. Uh, I don't think we live in a simulation. Why not? I think that the human psyche and, like, the things that we do and that make up each individual person is Mm -hmm. far too complex for any conceivable technology to Mm -hmm. me. Um, That's just my personal thing. 
Like, as much as you, it's easy to call someone an NPC or to call someone a side character, like, everyone has, like, these really, like, complex set of thoughts and things that happen in, in the brain. And I just think that making that artificial uh, is beyond my level of thinking. So if I have to reason with my, uh, my view of reality, I say that we live in an organic reality. Okay. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> I, like, why, why wouldn't we? I, honestly, why wouldn't we? Like, I get I, it. I, I get it. I don't know. I get it. Like, the human mind is too complex to be replicated. But, like, why the fuck not? Why not? It would explain so many things and open up so many more questions. I don't <laughs> doubt that Those are that questions we... that I don't really want answered. Why not? Uh, I'm comfortable with where I'm at in understanding my the nature of my existence. Okay, let me ask you this then. If you're comfortable sure. with understanding your existence and where you're at currently... Sorry, I, I lost you there. If you're, if you're comfortable with knowing your existence and where you are at currently, but somebody told you... Like, this isn't real. Like, none of this is real. Everything you know is a lie and doesn't like make sense. Like, if I got, like, matrixed? Kind of? Like, would you Would mm. you just want to, like, not know? Would you just be like, well, I'm just comfortable here. I'm good. Because I think my no, curiosity would get the better of me. I'm far too curious. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm far too curious. Yeah, tell me it all. What's going on? Like, yeah, who's like, really on the let island? Let me know. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would be far too curious about it. And I would need to know it all. I would need to take a deep dive into it. I, I I like the idea of us living in a simulation a lot, um, but I don't know I don't know if we are. It would explain 2020. Like I know it's like a shitty haha boomer meme, but like yeah. it would explain this year. It because it <laughs> it's like oh it's like playing uh, Sim City, just like fucking throw tornadoes and hurricanes and Godzilla and fucking and a bunch of atrocities and the world. anything. Yeah. yeah, just fucking throw it all. Let's see what happens. Let's fucking throw throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. I don't know. I just thought it'd be a fun little topic to talk about because we were talking about VR. Yeah, I I think it would be cool if we were living in a simulation and like you unlocked the secrets of manipulating it. Mm-hmm. That would be super interesting. Like, oh, I can hack the mainframe of life and, like, instantly get a burrito. <laughs> burrito. Yeah, like, uh, like um, cheats in GTA. <laughs> kind of like some, that. You see some guy walking outside going like this. Right? Like, he's, like, moving back and <laughs> forth, like, ducking. And there's... <laughs> and there's, like, a fucking like, tipping through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it, I just thought it'd be a fun idea to talk about. I don't. I don't really. Um, what are your feelings about it? About what? About, about living in a sim. About living in a sim. Uh, the way I look at it is that, like, let's say, let's put everything into, uh, let's put everything in a sim mode. People with no money are playing on hard mode. People with like mental illnesses are playing on hard mode. Um, yeah, like. Like, if it was a sim and I had control over it, why the fuck would I not want to be a billionaire? Like, why would I want to be, like, who I am? Like, yeah. Like, why, why wouldn't be I? normal if you have the opportunity to be extraordinary? Yeah. So, like, why not Why not be Elon? Like, I know he's kind of a fuck, but, like, the man made PayPal. And he's trying to get people on the moon. And I understand he's a fuck. But, like, part of me is just like, I want to go to the moon, too. Like, 
why would I not want to play as that? Like, why would I play as just like, why would I play as just like your average fucking Tom, Dick and or Harry? I've got, I've, I've thought about this. Have you? If we are living in a simulation and each of us is controlled by an individual of higher power, mm-hmm. like individually, maybe you're playing, being, being played this role, uh, being the player character to someone, um, just like as an experiment. Like, have you ever made a D&D character that's so polar opposite to who you are just to experiment with that? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, mm, I'm a, a rich deity of this realm I'm going to go into VR and play a shitty human that's poor. So it's like the opposite of a power fantasy. Yeah. Like some kind of degradation of your your ego as a, a being of the stars. I see. I like that. I don't know. Just an idea. Just something that I always yeah. kick around in the back of my head. Um, well, have you ever seen like glitches in the Matrix and yeah. been like, oh... We're yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is fake. Everything's not. Nothing's real. Nobody, nobody exists but myself. Like, absolutely. I mean, you know the volumetric light. I know the volumetric lighting in this recent patch is really good. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it just kind of <laughs> like, like I think that also opens up like the idea of like if aliens are a thing. Like, is that yeah. just a DLC pack that we that that's been teased? Like, is that like what's that Star game? Starfleet. Uh, Star Starfield. Not Starfield. There's another space game. There's a Down the Rabbit Hole episode about how it's been in production for like 15 years and it's still not out. Like, I don't is, know. Is that just Aliens? Like a DLC pack that's been teased for fucking thousands of years that just we never got? I don't know. Like, I feel like there's... I totally believe in intelligent life out in oh, the universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are so Absolutely. many Earth-like planets that there has to be biology that has happened somewhere else. Is there a lot of Earth-like planets? There are I thought a there, lot of I thought there wasn't a lot of Earth-like planets. No, there's. I thought there was a, a lot a of like Earth-like ton. moons. Well, planet, moon. There are plenty of uh, uh, petri dishes for for life out there. I believe that there's that there's definitely life on other planets, and I even believe that there's intelligent life on other planets. Yes, <laughs> you want to know how fucking wacky ass this year is. Uh, the, 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 uh, the U S government came out and said that UFOs are real and like aliens are real and we've known about them for years, but like nobody gave a fuck. Cause like, yeah. Cause like we're already dealing with too much shit. Yeah. It's like, dude, fucking, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Like, yeah, I remember hearing that and just going neat. And then just being so just desensitized like, to anything. What next? Like you bring it on, dude. Bring it the fuck on. And now we have two um hurricanes coming, so that's great. We're getting them back to back this year. Yeah. The chances I read that the chances of two hurricanes happen there's a thing that happens, a scientific term in meteorology, where two hurricanes meet and they kinda like get fucked up. Create a super cyclone. No, it's like two two hurricanes that orbit each other. So, like, they get, oh. I don't want to say gravity, because it's not gravity, but, like, their winds get, like, locked together. Okay, and, like, yeah, they spin at the same speed, but I think they, one might even spin in the opposite direction. Kind of like direction. gears of a bike or something. Something, yeah. That's actually yeah. the perfect analogy. And the chances of that happening is, like, once every 15,000 years. 
and it happened now. Like, it's going to happen now. And that fucking kills me. Oh, I heard the survivability rate of the one coming is near zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Katrina 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the Ninth Ward. Remember Norse in the Ninth Ward? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think about that once every fucking two months. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what's gonna happen next? Place. Oh my god! I, I hope aliens invade. I hope either there's there's supposed to be NASA said there's a a meteor that could hit Earth in November. Like just fucking bring Good. it on, bring it on. Good. Just just let's fucking end it all. Let's fucking I'm reset voting for giant meteor twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> At I least I got know, to dude. live the, the last of my my days uh, comfortably and happily. Fucking what a crazy time we live in. Like, I remember yeah. being a kid and going, I want to live in an era where history is happening. I don't feel like history is ever happening. Uh, wow! Uh, Holy yeah. fuck. You bit off more than you can chew. Uh. So here we fucking are. Here we fucking history are. History in the making. We are Tom and Grady we are hour here. here. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn. Yeah. So I don't know if you've been paying attention, um, but video games are coming out, and I'm actually oh, like, really? excited <laughs> to play them. That's that's bizarre. You don't get excited over anything. Yeah. Uh, I Skater XL was excited about Turtle Humans. I wanted to play really really badly. It's all right. Like I said, um, there's a new Tony Hawk coming out September fourth. Um. And then fucking DC came out of the woodwork and announced a bunch of shit. Oh really? We're getting we're getting two new Batman games. Kind of. That's cool for you. We're getting a direct sequel, and I'm super excited about this. We're getting a direct sequel to the Arkham universe that's called The Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. So it's a four player it it could be played up to four players, and if I remember correctly, it's Harley. Deathstroke or Deathshot. I can never remember which one. King Shark. I think, it, Sorry? I think it's Deathstroke. Well, there's two of them. There's Deathshot and Deathstroke. There are I two of them. one of them is on Marvel and one's on DC. I don't think so. I could just be wrong. I know one of them is Slade from Teen Titans, and I can never remember which one. Um, no, because Deathshot is in... No, Deathstroke... Is in Injustice and Death Shot is in Arkham, I think. They're, it's such a similar fucking name. Um, oh, I wonder if Azrael will show up. Ooh. Okay, hold on. Stop. Everybody stop. <laughs> I'm getting excited. Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League comes out in 2020 and you play as one of four different characters where I, you presumably go out and kill the Justice League in an open world. Good. But... And I didn't want to buy a PS5 right away, but my dumbass is going to fucking have to because of this game. Gotham Knights looks fucking rad, and it comes out next year. And it's about Batman dies. The The, the trailer starts with, like, Ooh. earlier today in Gotham, there was an explosion that occurred. And then, like, another news report, it's like, it's turning out to be that uh, Playboy philanthropist Bruce Wayne was found dead inside of... And then it, like, you see that four different members, and the four different members wind up being... Three of them are, di- are Robins at different points in their lives. So there's Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood, and then Batgirl, who's Barbara Gordon, Barbara Gordon, who's uh, Commissioner Gordon's daughter, all get this message from Bruce on their phone that's like, 
this is code this is code black i'm gone and everybody in gotham that has any sort of proclivity for violence and crime is going to try to fuck shit up and now you have to go out there and save the world or gotham because i'm dead yeah and fucking you get to play as one of the four of them it's completely co-op there's a bunch of different shit they show back on a bat cycle and then fucking mr free shows up and he's like ice to meet you and then you're fucking <laughs> with the f- and you're fighting shit and like Batgirl plays like gadgets and then Robin I would assume would play more like Batman and then Nightwing's there and fucking Red like I cannot wait to play this game like it sounds dope Ky- Kyle Ky- Kyle was sending me the videos and shit and I was like Kyle you realize we have to play this entire game together and what's so cool is that it's like it's like it has RPG elements because you're not Batman you don't have years and years and years of experience you're one of his sidekicks and or someone he used to just like work with to yeah I mean, so you just gotta like learn how to be a superhero yeah so you can go back and redo boss fights and you have a level so like you can fight a level 10 mr freeze and you could go back and fight like a level 50 mr freeze and because of the way your level works and like there's something really satisfying about punching something or shooting something and like damage flies off of it like in borderlands oh yeah it's like that in final fantasy too really yeah, yeah most rpgs but it's just like like, seeing the little number, like, oh, I did 10,000 damage. Does Starfield... Not Starfield. Does Outer Worlds do it? I think Outer I Worlds does. I, I wish I liked Outer Worlds more. I, I liked Outer Worlds. It was fun to play through once. I, yes. <laughs> it was um, really fun. I, I might go back to it someday. I, the DLC got announced, and it just looks like more of the same. It didn't look like they were doing anything different. So I was just like, I'll sit it out. Um... I don't know, dude. It's just, it's a fucking, it's a, we're getting more Batman stuff. And I'd like to see where the Arkham series is, especially with the end of Arkham Knight. But I would love to see, um, I would love to see a new universe and just the idea of Batman being dead. And the main bad guys are the Court of Owls, which I don't really know much about other than, uh, they're kind of like the Illuminati of Gotham. Like, they kind of pull all the strings behind the scenes. And I do have one Batman comic somewhere that talks about the Court of Owls. And what I remember from it is the dude who's in charge is Bruce Wayne's brother. Ooh. So, I don't know if this is in the same universe. And sorry if that's, like, a spoiler or whatever. But um, if I remember it correctly... The Waynes did to his brother what the Kennedys did to their kid and kind of, like, put him in the basement and was like, uh, we don't talk oh. about them or uh, um, uh, cocaine. Like, they were just, <laughs> they just kind of put them aside. And they were born with either a deformity or a mental disability or something, and the Waynes sent him to, like, a wayward home for boys or some shit? So this is a an evil... Uh like origin story waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember he I want to say he's Owlman because owls eat bats and he discovered mm. early on that Bruce Wayne was Batman because he kind of like studied Bruce growing up because he was like why the fuck did I need to get the life that you got? And I think there's even a point where he's like yeah, our parents are dead but at least you got to spend time with them, you fuck. Like ooh. Yeah. So there's a lot of like harboring of hate there, and I and I really would like to see that explored. But again, That's, I don't remember. That sounds so compelling and so yes. interesting. Fucking, I was saying this recently. Uh, I think I was saying it to Kyle. I think Marvel has the better movies, and I say better with a giant grain of salt. Um, 
because DC, as far as I'm concerned, has one good superhero movie, and it's Joker. And Marvel is successful. I'm not going to say they're good, but they're successful. And DC, I think, might have better comics. Honestly. Like, I think it I, might have better stories. I'm not really a comic reader. Neither am I. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, the digital media that I've consumed of superheroes, mm-hmm. I definitely veer more towards Marvel because that's just what I ended up going towards. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how dark DC was. I kind of liked the more eclectic side of superheroes, so I, I preferred Marvel. But the games for DC seemed to be really, really cool, and the comics always seemed really cool. You should play the Arkham games just to kind of breeze through them. Like, you don't have to do everything. Um, Are they on Steam? Yeah, but they're not good. I don't know if they fixed them, but, like, historically they came out on Steam in shit condition. I'll have to read some reviews. So, I don't know I don't know what it is, but I bought Okami, and you said <gasps> you were going to fucking play Arkham City. Oh. Did you play Okami? I yet? played Okami, but I got to the point where you get to the woods and this ninja guy showed up, and I was like... <laughs> I just couldn't. I don't know. I just couldn't do it. Um, that dude rocks. I, Okami is just a very, a very old game, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. And that's something it's the that best I actually game ever made. To, what's up? It's the best game ever made. Well, this is something I want to talk about because I noticed it with Destroy All Humans. Because Destroy All Humans Two, I remember it being open world, and you would just kind of go to an area, do a mission, and then do it. But this one is like you have to select your mission. There's twenty something missions, and then you do it. So it always boots you back to the mothership. So it kind of like killed my flow. It killed my pace. But it reminded me so much of like 2005. Like I remember when the first Destroy All Humans came out. It was really, really big. Like, it was a game that, like, everybody played, and we always wanted to get our hands on, and I remember one kid's mom wouldn't let him have it because of the name, because she thought mm. it was going to be, like, Grand Theft Auto on crack, and this, these are white ah. moms that don't understand video games, and, like, I remember going to a birthday party. Remember Brad? No last names? He had a brother, I think graduated with you? I don't think I know Brad. Alan was his brother? I think I know Alan. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? I think so. Brad had the most fucking banging ass birthday parties when we were like 11. And he had this Mondo pool. His dad was a doctor. And his mom, like, didn't speak English, right? I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to paint the picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His dad was some engineer or doctor or some shit. And they had this massive in-ground pool. And they always had cool toys. And I remember, like, exploring Brad's house at one of his birthday parties. And this kid was so fucking book smart that he went into... Or that we went into, the like, this hidden room. And we sat on these garbage bags. Like, me and, like, three or four other people sat on these garbage bags. And one of them ripped open. And it was just math worksheets. And just, like, science worksheets. And his parents would, like, sit him down and be like, do these. Like, there is no doubt in my mind this kid's fucking trying to develop the cure for cancer or something right now. He was a fucking Mm. genius back then and loved Dragon Ball Z. We would always play Dragon Ball Z (laughs) at recess. We'd, like, fight each other and, like, pretend we were fucking a Dragon Ball Z character. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, dude, I was, like, in fourth grade, third, fourth grade. But... I remember playing Destroy All Humans at, or watching him play Destroy All Humans at his house. It, like, just came out the first one. And, like, being enamored with it. 
But like playing it now, 15 years later, it feels like a 15-year-old game with a fresh coat of paint. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing, but it's something that I've noticed. I was actually thinking about like, what, that's what you got. Yeah, but I'm not but I'm not saying it as a bad thing. I'm saying like look how things evolve throughout time. Where I think what was the PS3 and 360 era? The 6th generation? The 7th generation? We're about to hit the ninth, I think. I I don't remember the numbers. I think that was my favorite era. To be completely honest. Well, that's because that's what you had as a kid and a, a young teen. Yes, exactly. And it's because that's when games were no longer just gamey. Like, yeah. they weren't just games for the you, sake you of games. You got some content. Like, you were playing a story. Yeah. You were, you were in a developing world. And I think that's, like... With Okami, when I played it, it felt very gamey. It's just so good. I no, I bet it is. I absolutely 110% bet it's a, the, one of the greatest games ever made. I just can't get past it. And I don't want to okay. watch a Let's Play because I feel like watching a Let's Play of a game that I'm interested in takes away the power of playing the game. Mm. I would watch you play it. Like, if I could sit down with you and watch you play it. Kind of like what we did with The Last of Us, like sub in. Yeah, I would absolutely do that. How, how long does it take to beat that game? I can probably do it in like 20 hours. Yeah, I would I would watch you play it. Without a doubt, um, I would watch you play wait, it. Wait, quick question. Sure. Which Arkham game? Because there's a bundle on Steam for Arkham Asylum, City, and Night. How much? 60 bucks. That's not terrible. That's um, not bad. But City's my favorite. A lot of people like Asylum more because it's, it's kind of smaller. Um, they like the atmosphere of being in Arkham Asylum. I love Arkham City so fucking much because it's 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 they took old Gotham so it's like an old mm-hmm. I don't want to say dilapidated but it's a different section of Gotham that they kind of just shut down and we're like all right now we're going to turn Arkham Asylum into a part of the city and just throw all of the criminals in there so like it the idea of criminals having their own section of land that is walled off and they kind of develop their own communities and they develop their own cultures and they develop their own That's forms of really, currency. Really cool. And like, yeah, that really fucking, I really fucking love that. Um, and Arkham Knight is neat, but like the thing that the thing for me at least was they gave you the Batmobile. So you kind of lost the want to explore because you had the Batmobile. Cause you could just zoom around anywhere. Yeah. So it was like, I'm not gonna like, you can drive and then fly out and then zip around, which is really cool. Grappling hooks make games better. I don't care what anybody says. Um, uh, yes. 100% yes. grappling 100, hooks 112, make games better. 111 plus 1%. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> uh, there's, there's, it just makes that feeling so much better. And the way the upgrade system in that game fucking, in all the games feel great, but City for me is the best. It has all the best characters. Um, the Joker's story is super satisfying. Death Shot, Deathstroke, super satisfying. Mad Hatter is neat. Uh, Hugo Strange, super cool. When Har- I love Poison Ivy. I think Poison Ivy is such a compelling character. All that shit. I mean, po- I- Ivy's in the first one, but like Arkham Knight, I remember being like, I know what the ending of this is. There was a couple points where I was like, oh, that's really neat. Like, let's play this. But Arkham Knight, I haven't played since I beat it. Uh, once I'm thinking about 100%ing Destroy All Humans because it seems super easy to do, like getting the platinum trophy for it. Yeah. When I'm done with that, I might go play Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight 
um, if I can find time to do it. But I don't have any. I know what you mean. Uh, but also, I gotta play Tony Hawk when it comes out. But after that, I'm not really buying any games for a while. But that was a fucking yeah, tangent. Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta keep your your game budget in a regular people's zone. What do you mean? Like you can't just buy every single game. Well, no, no, those were like the yeah. only games that I was really looking forward to. Yeah. Um, but I just don't have time to play them or money. <laughs> that time. But um yeah, sorry for the tangent McGee right there. I'm um, no, very excited I, I for this was, Batman. I thought it was a very fun tangent. Thank you. You should try if if you can wait for like a fall sale of Yeah, Steam. I think I might. I'll add this to my wish list. Yeah, uh, if you could get it for like 30, 40 bucks. Even if you just played I can through get them, Arkham City with all the DLC for 20, so that's not bad. It really isn't. The thing, see, that's the thing that, like, that's one of my favorite games ever, and I stood away from spoilers for such a long time because they had the game finished and then said, if you buy it used, you won't get the DLC. That's or dumb. something like that. I forget the I forget the controversy exactly, but it was it was yeah. If you bought the game brand new you got a code that unlocked the rest of the game. So there's a couple missions where you get to play as Catwoman. And if you if you bought the game used, the code would already have been used, so you had to pay an extra $10 to get that. That's fucked. What's up? That's kind of fucked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's like, that's like a physical DRM. Yep, yep. So I remember going, okay, I'm just going to wait for the game of the year version of it to come out. And then it has one of the ugly... If I could find a picture, I'll put it up. Arkham... City had one of the most stylized art styles for promotional art because Batman being black, like mm-hmm. color scheme wise, black and really, 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 really dark gray. Being the color scheme that it was, everything was white, and then there was like one color to accent it. And the cover art for. I think it was red. Well, red, it depended on who it was. I think if it was Joker, it was purple. If it was Penguin, it was maybe blue. Ivy was green. Riddler was green or purple. Like, it was always this one thing to kind of, like, accent it. Yeah. But, like, the cover... Do I have it here? No, I don't. It's over there. Um, the, the, The cover art is, like, Xbox 360 fucking platinum hit. 10 out of 10. Da-da-da here. Big stamp of approval. E3. It's like, you made the ugliest fucking cover out of something yeah. so... Can you look it up? Just just so you get an idea of what it is. Like, out of something so stylized. And it well, was... What, just, uh, what should I look up exactly? Um, Arkham City uh, Game of the Year 360 cover. It's on r slash crappy design. Oh my god, this is horrible. <laughs> Isn't it bad? Isn't it just it's the so worst? Bad. Like, it's such, like, it, don't judge a book by its cover, but that is quite possibly. This is the most awful shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to throw it in the lounge for you to put Thank it in the you. episode. But, yeah, um, I love those games. I love Batman. I love Godzilla, as I said previously. Um, I love Fallout. So there's my three. I'm only allowed to like three things. You're only allowed to like three things. <laughs> That's it. Right now, my three things are Final Fantasy, sleeping, and food. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe you're allowed to like five. Because I like sleeping and food a lot. Yeah. 
That's it. It's episode That's one it. eleven plus one. Uh, if In you like, bag, yeah. if you like our music, it's by Shane Ivers. Ha <laughs> ha! Tell him about it. <laughs> it's smooth. Uh, Thanks, if you want to get our intro music, that's Feather Duster. You can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, we have social media. We do. You can follow us, me, Ala, the show, on Twitter. There'll be links in the description below. And like we've been saying throughout pretty much the entire episode, join the Discord. We're about to start having movie parties, movie nights inside of the Discord. Why not watch a free movie? Why not hang out? Get up, get some popcorn, get a snack. Let's all go. Yo, I'm starving. Fucking hang out. You know what I'm saying? I'm Be a starving. Pack. Yeah. Um, you're gonna watch some of the greatest cinematic movies for legacy and impact on other cinema ever. Um, and it's all about a giant lizardman. There's like 36 films that we have to go through. I was gonna and say, doing- what are you gonna do after you get catch up on all the films? But it's gonna take a while. Yeah, it's gonna take at least a year and a half. Um, I'm thinking about maybe going to other kaiju because uh, Mothra has her own series. I think Rodan has his own series. Just a bunch of other monsters from Toho. Uh, the way the Japanese take their entertainment is every character gets its own trademark and register. So, like, Mothra was made before... I think I think Mothra vs. Godzilla is either the first Mothra appearance or the second. And it's technically... That movie is, like, a Godzilla movie and a Mothra movie together. Because Mothra has, I think, four movies of her own. And then, like, they have other monsters that show up. But every other... Every monster is regarded as their own, like, franchise. Their own property. It's not just, oh, this exists within this... F- property it's this has its own thing and that has its own like if you ever play a dragon ball game every other character is registered or trademarked oh wow. like it says goku tm krillin registered vegeta tm yeah um join the discord <laughs> there's a lot of hanging out to do in there come um, join us you can go to our patreon which we brought up before you could throw us a couple bucks if you want uh we should be recording a new episode of atomic tabletop soon right soon right please yes um and then once the editing for that goes out we'll have another one going out eventually and then if you really want to throw us a couple bucks you really want to see the show get a little bit better a little bit stronger a little bit harder faster stronger you can not only throw us money to our patreon but you can throw us a couple bucks on Redbubble. there's a bunch of fun stuff there which actually all of you and i i've been saying this for weeks but i want to sit down and kind of go through what's on there please um what do you mean, like uh, add, remove, add, remove, change? put new designs, change out things, put new things here and there, especially if we're working on multiple shows at a time, um, and kind of build that out a little bit. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Um, but you can go there. You can buy a shirt. Uh, I think masks are on there. It's another reason why I want to bring more stuff because I want a fucking Atomic Radio Hour mask. Uh, I think you can get duffel bags now. You can get bags, cups, mugs. Uh, there's a bunch of fun stuff on there. Duvets, shower curtains, clocks, blocks, art, stickers. If you want, throw us a couple bucks there. We appreciate it. Like I said, every, all the money that we're making right now, especially, is going right back into the show. Once we pay mm-hmm. our, our, our dues, we're, we will buy some sort of equipment that we can make the show bigger and better with. Um, be it audio equipment, chairs. My chair is a rickety piece of shit. Um, yeah, I found my, this got a chair. Gamer chair, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm not like elite. Hashtag elite gamer. Um, this I think I found someone was throwing out and I run through chairs like 
an analogy for someone who runs through things, and I was just like, give me that, because I'll need it. The fucking pla- the, the pleather is, like, ripping off. It's not even pleather. It's, like, plastic. That is episode 111 plus 1. Fuck 12. I don't think Fuck we have 12. anything to say for the outro. I think we are complete. We're complete. See you later. See you later, bud. Bye. That's wrap. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.